Good afternoon and welcome to the Mystery Relevant Podcast. It is Monday, June 19th. I'm your host, Jamie Mottram. The reason you hear the space music is because I'm talking to myself again. There's no guest today. Uh, but I do want to talk to talk about the Wizards uh, after reading uh, David Aldridge, Aldridge's report on NBA.com about the Wizards' interest in Paul George. I'm trading for Paul George. I hadn't heard the Wizards included in that conversation to date. So I just wanted to react and kind of think out loud about that for a minute. Before I do, though, I wanted to mention that I was on a Wizards podcast last week, the Locked on Wizards podcast with Ben Standig. You can find it on Twitter at Locked on Wizards. Listen to it on iTunes or wherever. Uh, The reason we had to do it on his turf was because Ben was unable to join us through the wonder and technology of the Bumpers app that we use for the Mr. Relevant podcast. Anyways, the, what I want to talk to Ben about, about was very relevant to this Paul George discussion, which is how do the Wizards get significantly better than they were this year? They won 49 games. They pushed the Celtics to the brink in round two. But they don't really have any moves to make, or at least it doesn't seem like it. They don't have cap space. They don't have draft picks. Uh, they don't have all these things you'd like to have if you were to uh, leapfrog the Celtics and the Cavaliers, never mind the Warriors, at the top of the heap in the NBA. So I asked Ben about that, and, and we chewed on it for a bit. Um, ben didn't really have any good answers either. Uh, mostly his answer was, you've got a good starting lineup, a good starting five. If you bring Otto Porter back, he's a free agent this summer, bring him back. You've got... John Wall, Bradley Beal, Otto Porter, Markeith Morris, Gortat, or Mahinmi, uh, depending on what happens there with, with Gortat. But, you know, let's just say Gortat. That's a really good starting five. That's almost as good as any starting five in the NBA, Golden State excluded. It's just their bench is so bad. So if they could make some tweaks and adjustments to the bench, if Wall, Beal, Porter all improve a little bit as they should, maybe the Celtics have some bad luck with all these assets they've got accumulated. Maybe LeBron falls off. There's a lot of maybes. Uh, Then the Wizards could get over the hump and be an actual title contender, not just a playoff contender. In any event, at no point over that 20-minute conversation did Bid mention the name Paul George. Nor did I even think to bring it up. Everybody that's talking about Paul George who, by the way, has one year left on his deal with Indiana. Everybody's been talking about Paul George going to L.A., playing for the hometown Lakers, either through a trade this year or signing with them next summer, possibly going to Cleveland, joining forces with LeBron to help the Cavaliers rise over Golden State. You know, Maybe there's a Kevin Love deal to be had there. So I don't know that the Wizards are actually in the mix, but let me just read to you what David Aldridge former Washington Post reporter David Aldridge, had to write for NBA.com, said, quote, the Wizards are looking for a way to make a George deal happen. So that's pretty definitive. How do they do that, though? Uh, I'll also quote, Otto Porter had his best season and would almost certainly have to be in a potential George deal for it to make any sense for Indiana. But he's a restricted free agent and would lose tens of millions of dollars if he agreed to a sign-and-trade deal with anyone this summer instead of re-signing with Washington. So I'll stop quoting Aldridge there. Uh, You can go read that story. 
but just looking at that on, 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 on its face, this seems really unlikely. It seems contingent upon Otto losing, as Aldrich said, tens of millions of dollars in a sign-in trade. I don't know why he would do that. Maybe I'm misunderstanding um, how this works. <laughs> Quite possible. But that right there could be a non-starter for any sort of Paul George deal to the Wiz. Also, I don't know that the Wiz want to lose Otto Porter. He fits this lineup really well. He's an improving young player, led the NBA in three-point shooting for much of this season. Uh, pretty pretty wonderful asset, but clearly slotted in as like the third guy in that wall beal trifecta. And the third guy, you know, kind of above, like a cut above like the rest of the roster. So all that said, uh, you know, Otto fits in nicely, could be here for years, could grow with the core. That's great. Um, but pivot to George. You know, George is pretty clearly a superior player. Four-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA, or at least on one of the three All-NBA teams. Still a pretty young guy. Just turned 27 a couple months ago. Um, had his highest scoring average ever, almost 24 points a game this year. Shot 39% from three. Has highest effective field goal percentage this year at at 53%, uh, rebounds, you know, decent assists is pretty much averaging like six rebounds, three assists through his career. Uh, two-way player, he can defend. Also plays that small forward position, would fit in really nicely, one would think, with with Wall and Beal. Um, just like Porter's a cut above the rest of the Wizards roster, Paul George is a cut above Porter. You slot... George into that three spot with Wall and Beal, I, I, I don't know. I mean, Washington, I don't know that anybody's going to be a favorite in the East until LeBron falls off or retires, whichever happens first. But they're right there. I mean, I think they would be right there with Boston and maybe, you know, a, a couple below Cleveland as the Eastern Conference contenders. So that makes for a really, that would make for a really interesting 2017-18 season. Here's the problem. He's a free agent next summer. What assurance do you have that this is anything more than a one-year rental? You're giving away Porter, who you could have for the next half decade, or George for one year. Uh, Yeah, sure, he could re-sign with the Wiz, but... There, you know, all the Paul George talk that's been happening recently is in the context, and, and dating back to the trade deadline, is in the context of him wanting to go play for the Lakers in the summer of 2018. So you might be looking at a Wizards team that could contend to maybe go to a finals. I'm not going to say they could beat Golden State, but go to the finals, or at least the Eastern Conference finals, uh, with a ceiling of making it to the finals. But you only get that for one year. Um, I, I think you probably would rather have Porter on a long-term deal than George for just the one year. But I don't know. So there's that. It's really interesting. I, I think it's, you have to think about it with the assumption that uh, they could make this happen to begin with. The Wizards could make this happen to begin with. I don't know that they can. Uh, but assuming that they did make it happen, like I think it's a tough call. And it goes back to what we were talking about on one of our recent podcast episodes with uh, Brad Parker with the Caps. It's like, 
you know, do you want to do you want to play only for championships or or for sustained success and excellence? I mean, the Caps are an extreme example. They've made nine of ten playoffs and they've not made it past the second round. Uh, but I think that question comes into play here with the Wizards and what they want to do with Porter versus George, or you know what they might be able to do with Porter versus George. Um, in any event, I'm glad that it's a rumor for us to talk about uh, because, like I said, talking to Ben Standig on Lockdown Wizards, I kept pushing him and pushing him about, yeah, that's great that you know they might bring Boydanovich back off the bench, but how are they going to get better? Well, even if only for a year, Paul George would make the Wizards better.